Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of the Goofs and Gambles podcast. My name is Joe Polte, joined always by my cohort, Mr. Jordan Collins. Joko, how are we living today? We are doing all right. Just a couple technical difficulties. Hopefully this will all work out. If the quality sounds terrible, fucking deal with it. It'll be all right. <laughs> we'll give you a free refund. <laughs> um, nice. Well, we got a uh, exciting weekend here. A really, really good weekend of college and NFL week, uh, I think. Um, I know you're hyped about this weekend's college slate. Uh, any particular area you want to start? No, I think we should just go in uh, chronological order of greatness here. Because this really will be probably one of the... I've, I don't remember this loaded of a card in a while. So I think we should just start off start off with tonight's games, go into the nooners, the 3 o'clock, the night games, go from there. All well, right. uh, I guess where do you want to start? The Friday Let's night? Start off Friday night football, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so first game I have up, which is kind of a... Just a good Big Ten matchup, classic Big Ten West. We Wisconsin-Purdue? Wisconsin and Purdue. I think Purdue might be on the other side. I don't remember. That said, I think there's a lot of weird shit going on here. Purdue opened up as a seven-point dog. Now it is at six and a half. Some books have it at five and a half. Um, any thoughts on this? They're called the spoiler makers for a reason. Um, All right. I don't know. Uh, I I would lean towards taking the points. Is probably where I go with this one. Yeah, it is quite concerning uh, because I am on this game. I was kind of I I like Wisconsin a lot this year. I feel like last week's game for them wasn't awesome. There is a ton of people on Wisconsin, or at least sixty percent of the people plus is on Wisconsin this week. Um, here's what I did just because I've noticed Wisconsin comes out pretty hot early. And Purdue's typically a backdoor covering team towards the end. I already have the bet in. I have Wisconsin minus three first half. I think they should be up by at least a field goal plus. I do feel good about that. Uh, Wisconsin typically kind of lets them back into the door in the third and fourth quarter. So that's why I'm leaning that direction. Although Purdue hasn't really spoiled much lately. I can't remember the last True. time they've had a real upset. I think that was like two years ago against Ohio State. Yeah. I don't know. We, uh, I just, you know, would rather take uh, to maybe seven and a half, you know, buy the, the juice there and uh, get the team at home. And, you know, Wisconsin wins a close one. Wisconsin wins a close one. Or if Purdue pulls the upset, I just like to do that because then I feel like the only scenario where I lose the bet is Wisconsin going in there and blowing them out. Which, yeah, then you know. at that point you just kind of call that a loss. It's it, that's one of yeah. the bets when you get on set. Like you almost know as soon as they kick off, you're like, "Up, oh, I lost this one." Continue. Let's just yeah. move forward. Yep. Yeah. So cool. I'm on Wisconsin minus three and a half first half. You are taking the points for the full game. I'm yeah, okay. I'm gonna buy it up to seven and a half. Love it. Cool. All right. Next game. This is a classic ACC matchup. One for the storybooks. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, NC State, Virginia. Uh, Virginia has been terrible. They've lost to James Madison, Virginia Tech, and somebody else that was like not 
particularly amazing uh, so far. So not a great start for them. Um, I don't know, NC State on the road. Uh, this, is, this is one I would probably actually buy the points to minus seven and take NC State. So it's kind of crazy. This week I was watching it. Um, North Carolina State, this opened up as a 10-point favorite on the road. And I saw like a good 90 to almost 80, 80 to 90% of the money was on North Carolina State. So this was a solid like, hey, I'm fading the public at this point. I'm going to go on Virginia plus 10. And I even early in the week, I bought it to 10 and a half. So I'm actually have a ticket in for that for Virginia. Uh, now it's kind of crazy. Uh, Virginia is now on most books, seven and a half point dogs, home dogs. And I'm just looking at the previous 10 records for both. North Carolina State is 2-8 and eight against the spread in the last 10 games. Virginia 5-5. Five and five. Now, does that really mean too much? We're a quarter of the way in the season. This is going into bet last year. Uh, I'm yeah. looking at the head-to-head matchups. North Carolina State is 4-2 and two against the spread in this matchup. I'm a little nervous about my Monday morning thinking I was going to beat the books moment. I have Virginia yeah. plus 10 and a half. I'm probably not touching it on this line anyways. I feel like there's some weird shit going on in this game. Yeah, I mean, of course, this is definitely not a game really to bet. But if you were, um, I don't know. It just kind of depends. I think NC State is better. I think they win by maybe a touchdown. So the eight scares me. Uh, so I would probably take it to the seven mark if you're going to bet NC State. But yeah, this is not one I will be putting on my card. Yeah, that's a responsible adult answer there. Buy the point. Buy the insurance a little bit. Yep. All right, what's the next game we got? Boise State going to San Diego State. Um, hmm. So I know Boise State opened up as like a 10-point favorite on the road. They are now That has dropped down to 6.5. I do believe the public bet is on San Diego State plus six and a half. Seventy percent of the tickets are on San Diego State. Fifty-eight percent of the money's on them. Yes. I... Now, the only thing I would say is most of the public has not watched either of these two teams. <laughs> I think they literally just go and they go. San Diego State's at home. They're two and two. They have two wins, right? So they can at least beat two schools. Boise State's on the road. They're one and two. This is probably a terrible year for Boise State. And then they just see the 10 and a half and they start betting. So the last 10 matchups between these two teams, uh, San Diego State has covered six out of the last eight. Uh, these, this is a pretty split matchup, four and four in the last eight games as well. I'm staying away. There's no reason to bet this. There's better things no. to do with your life. A hundred percent. Yeah. We can just, I, honestly, we could just move on to the next one. Um, next one, I think I might. Uh, have a little sprinkle on uh, Air Force, San Jose State. Yeah, I actually, um, when this line opened up, we got it at three and a half, I believe, me and you did. Yes. So solid clothesline value because I believe San Jose State now is getting six and a half or six points. Yeah, six on mine. We'll take I that. Might, I might try to middle this because I know we have three and a half. I might go San Jose uh, State. Um, let's see. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe get a, getting up to six and a half. 
Yeah, these teams don't play each other often. I we watched Air Force basically roll over. Uh, who did they play? What Utah State? That yeah. was a ugly game. But if you look at other Air Force style games, they have not. That was their first time above like fifteen points. There's a lot then. Maybe I'm mistaken here. No, yeah, I'm sorry. I am completely incorrect there. Uh, I thought they were they doing. Didn't... They have more of a, more offense this year than they have recently. Have they not? Yeah, they put up 42 against what is that? Rhode Island, and then they put up 13 against Sam Houston State. Then they had 39 against Utah State. Uh, I don't know. San Jose State's done what? They've actually played some real teams. They've played Oregon State, USC. I feel like they could hang in there with Air Force. I could be wrong. I, if it was three and a half, like we were talking about the earlier time, I'd be on Air Force. But this plus six, I'm probably leaning San Jose State. Okay, I think I'm going to go the opposite. I'm going to go with the uh, Chair Force, as my brother in the Army uh, calls them. Uh, uh, give me the Chair Force. Uh, I mean, obviously, we have that minus three and a half, but minus six as well. Um, I think they win by at least a touchdown against, you know, San Jose State. Not, not worried about that home field. Yeah, not a not a tough barn, really. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's go to uh, Saturday. Uh, we have some more of our uh, armed forces. Uh, Army, Syracuse, kind of a little spicy start to the day. Yeah, as an eyeball witness of Army. Um, not a good football team. Okay. Not, not terrible. 13 points might be... See, this is, and this is another one. They're, they're not traveling all the way down to San Antonio, Texas. They're only going across the street, really, to Syracuse from where they're actually located. I don't hate a small travel double-digit team of 13 points. What do you have it as? Yeah. 13? Yep. I'm probably not going to bet this, but I will go with Army plus 13. That is my lean, and that's my direction. I feel like Syracuse is a tough barn, but this game should be a lot closer than it is, just simply because Army runs the clock down pretty hardcore. Um, it should be an under game, if anything, because I believe that's at 50, 49 and a half area. Correct. I, I'm with you. I love the under on this, um, the new rules, uh, and not really terrified of a Syracuse like running up the score a bunch. Um, Army should be sound. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, okay. That's kind of the way I feel. I feel under, and then like, of course, if it's a close under game, it's a very good chance that Army's within 13 points. So I do like that. Probably not going to bet it. That's the direction I'm leaning there. Okay. Um, Virginia Tech Marshall. Any reason to bet this game or just skip? Uh no. I feel very I weird. Even. I have nothing on this game. I, if anything, take Marshall as just a home team favorite. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, not going to be on my card for sure. Next one, also not going to be on my card, but not because I don't have thoughts on it, just because I don't need any more uh, stakes in this one. Florida State going into Clemson. FSU by two currently. Um, first time that Clemson is an underdog at home 
since Lamar Jackson and Louisville went there and lost a, a classic game to uh, Deshaun Watson. Hmm. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of stats that basically says bet Clemson. There's a lot of things that say like, hey, Dabo in this situation is a like eight a, eight and zero. There is so much money on Florida State. That is another thing scaring me away from them. I'm telling you, like, uh, you know, you know, if I had to pick 84% of the bets are on FSU right now, currently. It's way too high. It's way too high. That's people. Clemson isn't ranked. Clemson is not ranked. Ooh, I, I hate this. I hate this. Like, I'm excited for this game, but I hate this game. Uh, I'm going to have four heart attacks during this game, and I'm going to be upset for sure. Um, yeah. Here, here's know. what I'm going to do for you, Joe, because every time I bet for or against Florida State, they do the, the exact opposite. So for Clemson you, for all your Florida State friends, I will take Clemson plus two, and I'll take Clemson money line. Yeah, um, I mean, honestly, that's probably where I would. Do I think we are going to be the? I don't know if Florida State's going to be in the playoff, but I know we're not going to go undefeated. Would I rather lose to Clemson at Clemson or lose to Miami at home? I would much rather lose to Clemson. Um, and Clemson already has an ACC loss, thankfully. Uh, so this doesn't hurt, you know, this doesn't knock us out if we do lose. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just don't want to be the the homer who's like, FSC was going to win by 20, and we go out and we lose by 17. And I feel like the biggest idiot in the world. So <laughs> that's my thoughts. Um, I'd say the over 55 is a little spicy. To be honest, I feel like it's a little low. Um, you know, if I had to pick a singular thing to bet on that game, that would probably be the over. I don't know. I like both defenses. Uh, oh, this is gross. Yeah, like I said, I'll for I'll sacrifice my wallet for y'all. Uh, put me on Clemson plus two money line, all the above. I just feel like it's. I'll be fading the public. I'll be taking care of that. If anything, I win. Y'all are sad. I still have money in my pocket. It's it's not a. It's kind of like an emotional hedge from like a. It is an emotion. It's an emotional hedge too, because I would do the same thing for you uh, if it came to Texas. Um, yeah, give me a couple you know. separate degrees of emotional hedging here. Um, by the way, I will probably be going to the Florida State Texas tennis uh, tennis matchup this Sunday. So I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> okay, scout it out for us. <laughs> uh, next up, an- uh, another spicy one. Uh, Rutgers, 3-0. Our boys, the Scarlet Knights, going into the big house. Yes, 3-0 and on the road, 3-0 and against the spread. Um, I mean, what's not to love? I don't know how the committee, the college football playoffs, this isn't the number one team on the charts. Um, uh, this is the last game for Harbaugh suspension? Nope, he's back. He's back and at it. This is his first game back. Um, Sadly, I think a lot of people have caught on to the Rutgers train. 
77% of the bets are on Rutgers, plus 24. 70% of the money is on them as well. Everything in my heart says to bet Rutgers. I can't do it this week. I will stay away. Yeah, I will probably stay away as well, even though Michigan just seems like it's one of those years where they, they're going to win a lot of games, but they're not going to blow anybody out by 35. Right. It doesn't feel like that. Feel like that, so. No, because every, um, every game I've watched them, they, they first half, they're like up 31 to nothing. And then they score nothing for the second half. They'll, they'll be like 35 to fucking three. Every goddamn game. Uh, good teams win, great teams cover. So far, Michigan is not a great team that covers. Rutgers is right. a good team that wins and covers. I love the 24, but just out of principle, I cannot bet something that's 77% of the money. Plus. Okay. Uh, next up, Oklahoma-Cincinnati. Three uh, interesting noon games here. Yes, this is the first matchup of the Big 12 era of OU and Cincy. Uh, this isn't the same Cincinnati team, unfortunately. That's kind of the, the sad part about this, because I would love to see them come in and just take care of fucking Oklahoma. Um, trying to take a look at some numbers here real quick. Any thoughts on this I, as I'm going through it? My thought is I love the fact that no matter who Oklahoma plays, you want them to, loo- uh, to lose. Even though, like, you know, the thing that would help Texas the most is if they went, like, undefeated and then got blown out by Texas. Uh, which is just, like, everybody has that one. Like, for me, it's Miami. Like, I'd rather Miami go... 0 and 12, then go 11 and 1 and get blown out by Florida State. Eh, I mean, I I kind of understand the purpose of Oklahoma. We are both have a weird relationship. We're only as good as they are, and vice versa. Um, so I do hope they win. I just don't want them to win by a lot. I want every game to be somewhat close. Other alternative motives I have of Oklahoma losing. Um, I don't want the Red River shootout to be fucking $1,000 a ticket. I really mm. do want to go to cheer. I would like to see Oklahoma lose a couple. Gotcha. Yeah. That's an excellent point. Understandable. Okay. Uh, anything else you got on that game? Yeah, um, I will probably lean Cincinnati plus 14. I did get it early at 15. I mean, teams that start 3-0 and and go against another... T- I mean, they typically don't cover that fourth game. Right. Um, and also, Oklahoma in general, just as a double-digit spread, isn't that great. They win 40% of the time. Yeah, I think analytically, I will take Cincinnati plus 14. Hopefully that line jumps up a little bit more. Um, if I'm looking at it correctly, Oklahoma is a massive public bet. But Cincinnati has majority of the money, so 65% of the money is on there. So there's a lot of sharps, let's say, is on Cincinnati. Okay. Uh, next, Kentucky Vanderbilt. Anything on this SEC barn burner? This might be my weirdest, like, sicko kind of fetish here. Um, I fucking love Vanderbilt. <laughs> really? Yeah, Mark Stoops is only... As a 14-point favorite, has never covered the spread, and some, and he's won like three outright, completely just lost him. So, I know sicko thing. I'm not saying bet the house on this, but just looking at 
trends and kind of like the numbers and analytics at this point. I like Vanderbilt. I like them at plus 13 and a half. I actually kind of like them at if by the half point to plus 14 and a half. Should be fine. 80% of the tickets are on Kentucky. 60% of the money's on Kentucky. That's a massive spread. I will probably be on Vanderbilt plus 14 to 14 and a half. Careful with the 13 and a half. Yeah, I could see Kentucky winning like, I don't know, 27-17. Um, so that's probably where I would lean as well. Take the points. Maybe even lean towards the under. It's 51. Yep. It's not super high, but probably lean on the under too. Yeah, I actually, you know how it is. If you're betting the underdog, you might as well take the under, right? Um, mm-hmm. Trying to look at a little bit more on that game. But... Uh, there's better things to bet on. Don't be don't be like me and just be one weird fucking sicko that's betting on Vanderbilt. Yep. Uh, what about you? Got SMU TCU. Uh, looks like TCU is a seven point favorite at home. The over under is that sixty three or fifty? That is sixty three. Hmm. I kind of like the matchup. Um, these are typically close games. I mean, if we go back to last year, the reigning NCAA runner-ups, right? Last year, they won 42-34. to That was more of a revenge game for TCU, I assume, just because they had the SMU coach play, get hired by TCU, then the SMU coach basically went against SMU there, right? That was a weird yep. spread. I was two and a half points last year. We are getting a lot more points this year, six and a half. I really think that SMU will keep it close. I'm taking them in the points, plus seven and a half. Or plus seven-ish. Yeah, I'd probably take plus seven and a half. Uh, and then, I don't know, 63 is a high one. I feel like they're kind of marking these two teams as in years past where it would be like an 80-point game. Um, I don't know. I sh- <laughs> It's so hard to look at those two teams and bet at the under for anything. It could say I'm 70. The last... Four five years, it's gone over fifty something points each time. It was forty two to thirty four last year. The year before that, SMU won forty two thirty four. SMU won forty one thirty eight in twenty eighteen. Forty two to twelve. ECU then uh, twenty seventeen fifty six thirty six. I'm not saying it's going to go over. I think with the time and uh, the time clock rules and all that stuff, I'm hesitant to bet the over this, but I wouldn't touch it. I think this could be a barn burner fireworks show at this point. Yeah, that might be one to save for a live bet. See how the first quarter goes. Yeah. Um, okay, the next two. Do you have anything for Tulsa, Northern Illinois, or Western Kentucky, Troy? I got nothing. I got nothing on Western Can Actually, hold up. Shut your mouth. I may have something here. Oh, okay. I saw some kind of tidbit. Give me seven and a half seconds. Uh, okay. Wow. And I didn't even realize there's still another noon game that's actually kind of spicy. I, noon... I have nothing on that game. Okay, cool. So Auburn going into Aggie Station. Yep. I have Auburn plus eight. I have plus eight right now. Total on that is fifty-one and a half points. 
This is an SEC matchup that usually kind of kicks things off for AM and Auburn. And I believe like the road team has won like a good 80% of this matchup. Um now I hate talking kindly about them, but Jimbo Fisher, when he's favored by more a touchdown and more, he is 14 and 6 against the spread. He's hitting that 70% of the time. Nice. My Just, dog, Jimbo. What's the stat? Fuck, fuck all the haters. Um <laughs> uh, last against the spreads, they're four, five, and one. Auburn is five and five. Head to head, this is an Auburn matchup. Uh I kinda like Hugh Freeze as of late. I'm looking at their previous three games. They haven't played anybody realistic here. But this is fucking gross. I won't bet for the Aggies. I never will. It always seems to burn me in the end. I will take the Auburn Tigers plus eight and a half. Yeah. I think that's the play here. Um, you know, and it's just one of those things where you say, okay, Texas A&M has a huge win. I get it. But I'd rather go with an SEC team getting eight points uh, than trying to get them to cover eight points. Yeah, and I think the public thinks the same way. 60% of the tickets are on Texas A&M. Uh, 75% of the money's on them. So, yeah, I'm going to go the opposite way. Give me Auburn plus eight. I'd, I'd rather just have the points at that point. Yep. Uh, you got anything for Western Michigan Toledo? I got nothing. Uh, Western Michigan got their shit pushed in last week by Iowa, so give them a little bit of a break. I am a big Toledo fan. I just don't like to- Toledo at minus 21 and a half. Uh, we'll be betting them in matching a lot of this year. So not now, but soon Toledo, we will be friends again. Okay. Uh, anything Georgia, Georgia Southern ball state. Yeah. Give me ball state plus seven. By the point up. It's not a, not a big marquee matchup that I had circled, but I do like it. Um, give me the seven point touchdown dog at home. Okay. Um, Miami going to Temple. Trap game, question mark? No. Uh, just just accept that one as a beatdown. I think Miami puts it on them. Okay, even at 23 and a half, though? Yeah, Temple is not great. They're pulling up the stats right now. I don't know if Temple's gone above a few points. I mean, so they beat Norfolk State, which is a D2 school. 41 to 9. Um, they got rocked by Rutgers. And then Temple. I think they a tight matchup against Akron. Okay, so Miami's over under for points is 34 and a half. Temple's is 10 and a half. Which would yeah. equal 36? Or 46, sorry. 46 points. The over is up to 47, so people think the over might be going in this game. Um, so if we, look at, if we look at Miami's last three games, they put up 38 against Miami of Ohio, 48 against Texas A&M, which I know it sounds crazy. A&M does have a decent defense. They, they, they are somewhat functioning defense. And then they put up 48 against Bethan Q, uh, Cook, which they did not cover. Good for them. Um uh, yeah, I, I'd actually go Miami 23 and a half. 
Okay. Cool. Uh, Texas Tech on the road at West Virginia. Do you think uh, West Virginia can just change all their chance instead of being like eat shit pit, eat shit tech? I mean, it's pretty similar. Is that the first time you've heard that? Yeah. It was the first time it like blew really? up and went viral like that. Oh, wow. I thought that was just a well-known thing. Um, I mean... When awesome. West Virginia comes to UT games, they when we play Sweet Caroline, we give them that time to go eat shit pit. And then the, instead of so good, so good, it's fuck pit, fuck pit. Wait, 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 you're telling me that when West Virginia goes into Austin, you guys play it just so they can do the chant of eat shit pit? Yes, uh, we are very kind like wow, that. Wow. We're good hosts. No, no, I didn't uh, even talk about it. It's phenomenal that the fans would do that. Like, I also don't think Texas knows until they go, oh shit, yeah, that's right. Because I feel like Sweet Caroline gets played at almost every single sporting event possible. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that like kills me every time I hear it, unless I'm around West Virginia people. Then I'm all game. You're, you're telling me that if that song plays in all 12 of West Virginia's game, all 12 times, the fans are chanting, eat shit, pit. It is. There, there's two fight songs that they have, and neither one are like with the band. It is John Denver, Take Me Home, Country right. Road, and then that is uh-huh. their middle halftime, eat shit, pit. And so good, so good. It's fuck pit, fuck pit. Amazing. I love it. I'm a huge fan of West Virginia now. Uh... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I am too. Anything, uh, on anything this on game, the game, though, Texas Tech's looked rough on the road, dude. They have not been great. That is correct. I, if this is neutral site, yeah, of course, I'm probably taking Tech. If this is the other way around, I'm probably taking Tech minus six, six and a half. West Virginia basically broke Pitt's fucking brains last week on at home. I hope they carry that same energy into Texas Tech because this is a good matchup. This is kind of your fucking toothless matchup of the Big 12. Uh, Give me West Virginia plus five and a half. Yeah, I think I would lean towards taking the points as well. Uh, Especially now that they're they're my team. After such an incredible chant, I'm in. Give me West Virginia at home plus five and a half. Um, All right, New Mexico, UMass, anything? There's no reason to touch this. If you do bet on this, I'm going to give you a phone number to call. Perfect. I feel the same way. Uh, Boston College uh, going into Louisville. 14 points. Obviously, Boston College you know, recently played FSU pretty close. Uh, yeah, but this I is a little different. You're probably going to have an emotional letdown game from them. It's on the road. I don't like Louisville with that many points. I might look at the Louisville team total. Uh, not a massive fan of this game. Probably not going to bet it. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I don't think... I don't know. Maybe... No, I don't like the over either. Yeah, this is a stay away from me. Um, all right, Duke-UConn. Duke by 22 currently for me. Uh, 3-0 and versus 0-3. Can I'm actually Duke surprised it's not on the uh, popular bet list here. Because Connecticut's terrible? 
Yeah, I'm kind of actually shocked that's not on the public. Uh, I'll probably lean Duke at that point. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I would take it down to 21, obviously, but... Um... Yeah, I'd probably lean towards Duke. Duke's looked really damn good this entire season. I, I don't see an issue with it. I can see them... Yeah, I can see them beating them by 23, 24 points. Yeah, easy. Okay. Uh, kind of a weird matchup. BYU going into Kansas. Uh, this nine sucks. and a half is what I'm showing. I love betting on both teams. BYU is coming off of a massive win in Arkansas. I don't think people realize how crazy that is to actually go into Arkansas and win a game. Yeah. Uh, they will be going to Kansas. That's a lot of points for Kansas, too. Jalen Daniels is back. I like Kansas. I like Kansas a lot. I think BYU is coming off a very emotional win. Maybe the letdown game? I think it's a letdown game for BYU. I would lean Kansas minus 9.5, but I think my real bet here, give me the over 54.5 currently. I think this will be a shootout. Clock be damned. Every time Kansas gets the ball, they, I, they score. Every single possession they have, they either get a touchdown or a field goal. Never seen anything like it. Love that. BYU, very similar. And they actually did, they held their own against fucking Arkansas. They put up 38, almost 40 points. Yeah, I really like this over right here. I think that's a really good number to get it at. Fuck it. Let's ride. Okay. Um, Florida, Atlantic, Illinois. I got nothing. I feel no ways about any of that. Um, if you want, we can skip ahead to UCLA, Utah. Spicy, uh, spicy. Yeah, Florida Atlantic University plus 15 and a half. I'm not a massive fan of Illinois' defense. I think Tom Herman and Casey Thompson will figure something out. Uh, will they win outright? No, but they will keep it close. Give me FAU plus 15 and a half. Okay. Uh, number 22, UCLA at number 11, Utah. So the line jumped drastically. I think it went from like a three-point game to a six-point game. Um, where are you seeing this? What? What time is this game? What time is this uh, game? This is at three thirty. Okay. Um, right now, I will take UCLA plus six. My reasoning behind that is, I expect Cam Rising to come back and start. That's why the line jumps so damn hard. Um. Uh, I do expect some sort of rust, some sort of slowness to get going. I think UCLA will be able to, A, kind of do a Chip Kelly run-the-clock offense. It will keep it tight, keep it close. Yeah, I I like UCLA plus six. I will probably buy the point if it gets down to five and a half. Yeah, um, I would probably lean towards the points on that one. Uh, kind of a shame that this game is happening at the same time as the next game, because uh, I think otherwise this would be a, a spicy one to take a look at. Um, all right, well, next up, we got the big matchup um, for some people during the day. Colorado going into Oregon. Can they do it? 21-point underdogs uh, this time, 21-and-a-half currently. Um, oh, man, this is going to be a, a spicy one. Uh I just looked the team totals. Uh, Oregon is 44 and a half. And I think Colorado is 23 and a half. Um, but 
I know. One thing I did like is Colorado's um, quarterback shooter, Sanders, uh, is only over one and a half touchdown passes. Kind of like that, right? I don't see necessarily Colorado running all over Oregon. I, Am I crazy? I think this is, it's finally over. Yes, it's definitely, it's not, it's not over. Let's, let's be real here, right? As long as Colorado finishes with more than six wins, Dion's going to be in the top five for the new cycle, for sure. There's just no way. Um, that being said, 21 and a half is a lot. If I'm going to take this with Oregon, I'm going to take it obviously down to 21 or 20 and a half. Maybe even down to 20, to be honest. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't know enough about Oregon's defense, um, but I know that Colorado isn't very good. So this is one of those things where I think so much money's on Oregon or on, on Colorado. What, there's more bets on Colorado's money line than any other college game spread, total, or money line this weekend. So, Correct. Which is weird because they're not again, even showing money line for me. <laughs> uh, on FanDuel, I see it at plus 720. Wow. And North Oregon minus 1,000. I think I'm going to like turn off my TV for 24 hours straight if Colorado does win. I just can't <laughs> handle it. Um, <laughs> the one thing wish... that really concerns me is Oregon did not look good against Texas Tech. Now, weird shit yeah. happens in Lubbock. That's a kind of a rough game. I look at Texas Tech and Colorado as pretty much even equals as an eye yeah. test kind of thing. Everything in my heart says take Oregon minus 20 and a half, 21 and a half. I think a good, I don't know, 89% of the bets are on Colorado plus 21. Oregon covering and winning would be a good outcome for the books, and I kind of want to lean with them on their team. I will take... I will stay away from this game and kick my feet up. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> you got too much emotional baggage uh, against this Colorado it's, team. It's a great thing we I don't, don't have, like, them. a... If we had an intern every before every episode, I'd be like, you got the uh, Jordan talking about Colorado preseason pulled up? Okay, great. <laughs> Get ready to play it. Because <laughs> if Oregon wins, uh, or if I mean, if Colorado wins, it's going to be a nightmare for you. Um, yeah, I, I would take it to 20 and a half. I'd feel better about that. Honestly, I feel better at about 20, which let me see what that would be. How much? I mean, if you're buying points that high, there's no reason. If they're going to win by 20, they're going to win by 21, 22, right? It, yeah, the only thing I would say is 20 is only, only minus 140. So yeah. putting that in, that's not too bad, points-wise. Um, okay. Uh, I have zero for Ohio Bowling Green. I will definitely be skipping that. But I do have uh, uh, one of my plays of the day. This next game, Maryland at Michigan State. You and I are very much on the fade Michigan State the rest of the season, correct? Yes, and uh, on Monday morning when the lines came out, I or Sunday morning... It was Maryland minus seven. I bought it down half a point to minus six and a half for like at 120. 
That is probably my favorite pick of this, like my early closing line value type style picks. Love that. Uh, it's now at seven and a half. I still feel good about it. I just, I don't know what's worse, the Chicago Bears situation or Michigan State situation. Uh, I love the Maryland minus six there. Um, I like it even at seven and a half. I also yeah. like over 30 and a half for their total points. I think right. they're a good offense. And this is a Michigan State team that is just kind of going through the motions and waiting to quit. Um, yeah. the, minute, the minute the firing goes into official effect, uh, half their team will quit. So, um, yeah, it's going to be uh, probably a blowout. A Maryland blowout is what I expect. Um, yeah, I- I like the team total, like you said there. I mean, they Maryland looked really good last week with the team total. Probably continue that trend again. Yeah, I like that. Yep. Okay. Uh, Louisiana Tech at Nebraska. I've got nothing. I don't uh, want to bet this game because 21 points is a lot, but also I don't trust anything about Nebraska games. I mean, yeah, there's nothing to really talk about here. I'm good. I'll skip it. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss going into Alabama. Is this the end, the official end of the Alabama 401k? Even though we already know it's dead, but. Um, um, a good chunk of the public is on Ole Miss plus seven. Um, it's kind of hard not to after you saw how they did against U- USF. I would expect some type of bounce back now that Jalen Milrose out of his weird undisclosed suspension. Is that's the only rhyme and reason why I think that makes sense why they did that to him. Um I, it's not often you get Bama as a made the public situation of uh, what, six and a half points? Yeah. And at home. At home. I mean I think this is a good wake-up call for Saban and Bama. I think they should take care of business, bounce back. I will put some money on Alabama. If I lose, I lose. That's kind of the way I look at it. It's like, ah, I got beat by Kiffin. Who would have thought? Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, Next one is a kind of a spicy uh, matchup there. UTSA on the road. So it was boots on the uh, ground. Yeah, was boots on the ground for UTSA last week. Um, that fucking team sucks. That defense is fucking shit. I've never been more upset and angry watching a football game. That defense is allergic to fucking tackling. I've never seen something so stupid, disgusting. I guarantee you, the best high school football team probably could have put a 15 on them that, that week. What people don't realize, because they don't know you, like, obviously in person, uh, or most most people don't, uh, is that you going to the Army-UTSA game and getting upset about, like, the defense and stuff like that is exactly what makes you you, and it's why, it's why you're my favorite. It's, it's why uh, nobody else is enough of a degenerate enough to go there and be upset about an Army-UTSA game. Or even to have the courage to just drive, I don't know, what was that, an hour and a half? Probably, yeah, hour and a half, two hours. I mean, I had the over in this game, Joe, and I was still upset with how bad this defense was. 
Like, it was helping me out, and I was still like, what in the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah, um, I really like um, to take Tennessee to minus 21. Yeah, same. Um, I mean, Army basically ran the triple option against them, and they put up damn near 40. Uh, Frank Harris is coming back. I don't know how that changes the UTSA offense. I mean, he is day-to-day, so he could – because he was supposed to be day-to-day last week, and he didn't play. I – Truly think, and I think this is just my conspiracy theory logic here, UTSA knows damn well they're not going in to win this game. Uh, Coach Trailer is a smart man. He knows that he's not going to go in there and cause an upset. I would be very shocked to see Frank Harris getting the start. Um, I might change my whole pick here if Frank Harris does. They might actually keep it close, but like within 14, 15, not 21 and a half. So right now, with Frank Harris out, I'm taking Tennessee minus 21 and a half. Okay. Um, Oklahoma State, Iowa State. You got anything for that? Uh, yes. Give me the uh, Okie State team. Uh, Iowa State, they got some weird shit going on over there. Uh, if it's not gambling or the coach on the hot seat or anything like that. This is, by the way, the 16th year anniversary of Mike Gundy's famous I'm a man speech. So I think okay. that's going to get the boys buzzing uh i like okie state uh, this is one of those things where when like they're favored between three three and a half points iowa state loses a lot of those games outright okie state on the other side where it's like hey if oklahoma state's in, uh, like a dog of three to three and a half points they've won like 40 out of the last like 40 and 10 against the spread in that situation and won 40 of them outright so yeah I'm on Okie State. I think this is a good Mike Gundy classic game to remind everybody who he is. Give me Okie State plus three and a half. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give you these next three games. You just tell me if you have anything spicy. Rice at USF, Central Michigan, Southern Alabama, and Eastern Michigan, Jack State. Um, I'm sort of on the South Alabama train. I don't know if I can get off yet. Mm-hmm. I like the minus 16. I got nothing on the Rice game. I got nothing on the Eastern Michigan Jacksonville State game. Uh, yeah, I've got nothing on either of those three. Uh, Georgia Tech, Wake, anything? By the way, it's the first time that they're playing in like 13 years, I think, in the ACC. Um, I like Wake. I don't like them enough to take four points. Probably a money line there. Okay. Yeah. I would probably take Wake down to three uh, to feel better about it, but uh, yeah, I can see it. Uh, Liberty, FIU, anything? Uh, give me Liberty, Liberty, uh, minus 10. Ends a lot to be going on the road in a team that is also 3-1. and one. Yes, but they're also 1-1 one one at home against the spread. Liberty, Liberty on the road is pretty decent going back last 10 games. I like them, minus 10. Okay. Um, I have nothing on Southern Miss, Arkansas State. Uh, Arizona, Stanford, anything? Uh, no. What an ugly fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> Pass. Oregon State, Washington State. Ooh, this is two ranked teams. This is exciting. Um, this is kind of a fun one. Uh, I'm kind of like worried about my whole shit talking DJ Ugga is going to bite me. But I think I'm gonna continue. Uh, think I'm gonna continue writing my hate against him. 
Uh, give me Washington State plus three. I might bite up three and a half in case I get hooked there, or just to try to get the hook. Feel yeah, good with I would that. Take the hook as well. I would definitely probably uh, lean towards the hook on that as well. Um, okay. Uh, what do we got? What else we got here? Uh, Nevada, Texas State. I have nothing. I do not want to even pay attention to this game. <laughs> Texas State's a fucking powerhouse, dude. Uh, they put up like 80 against Jackson State. Or, yeah, no, that that was... Texas State may have like a fucking team down there. They did lo- lose to UTSA. So I don't feel awesome about it. Uh, if you got nothing going on around 6 o'clock, yeah, take Texas State minus 17. Why not? Okay. Uh, Arkansas, LSU, LSU 17.5 point favorites against this Arkansas oh, team. Man. We think it's spicy. This, okay, let's talk about this because this matchup is never this like a blowout. I think every single time they've played, it's within a one score possession. Last time it wasn't was uh, 2019 with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, I love Arkansas plus 17 and a half. Okay. I'm with you. Uh, I'm taking uh, the points there. Um, you know, uh, could LSU win, I don't know, 33-27? Absolutely. Uh, but we know that Arkansas is a spicy team, and they're definitely not going to be intimidated going into LSU. So. No, they're not. This is something they've done before. They've played them. They played them last year. They get, they lost by a field goal, basically, to in to close out the game. I really do think this is a revenge game. I think Arkansas was woken up by BYU. I think Arkansas will keep it close. 17.5 points is way too much. Okay. Um, Charlotte going into the swamp. Gators by 28. I'm not touching it. Uh, Gators had a very emotional high win. If anything, I think this is a letdown game. I actually love the 49ers and a lot of, out of like my bad football teams that I cheer for, this is one of them. I would lean taking the 28, but there's so much better things I could put my money on for the night game. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm going to skip the next two, Colorado State, Middle Tennessee, Sam Houston and Houston. No thanks. Appalachian State, Wyoming, also no thanks. Anything you really want to highlight on those three? Uh, I don't even have a line for Sam Houston. Houston, uh, what was the other game? Houston minus 11 is what I'm showing. Oh, um, Yeah, uh, Colorado State, Middle Tennessee, and App State, Wyoming. Give me Wyoming. Wyoming's a tough, ta- tough team, dude. Um, yeah, I like Wyoming minus three. I think they knocked the shit out of App State. App State hasn't been the same in a couple of years. Okay. Um, UAB, Georgia. Georgia minus 41 and a half right now. Probably too much for me to take. Unless I throw it in a 13-point tease, in which case I'll take Georgia. But um, actually, it might be one of those ones where you throw it in 13-point tease. They can go either way. Uh, yeah. I just, I don't know. Good to my head, I would take Georgia minus 41 and a half, but I don't want to do that. Yeah, I'm staying away from that one. Not a, not a fan. Okay. Uh, Mississippi State, South Carolina. Kind of a spicy one. Um, I would lean South Carolina. I think they have a decent team. 
They hung in there with Georgia last week, and that's a tough barn to play in, especially on the hedges there. Mississippi State hasn't looked hot. They haven't. Uh, they got their shit pushed in by LSU last week. They kind of hung in there. They barely beat Arizona, which isn't a good team. I like the Cox. Give me Cox. Yeah. Uh, I guess I probably would lean towards South Carolina. Uh, I have nothing for Akron, Indiana. <laughs> what was that game? Akron, Indiana. I have nothing for that. Uh, give me Indiana, whatever the points are. 16 and a half is what I'm showing. Yeah, uh, Minnesota, I'm Minnesota Northwestern. I know you've kind of faded Northwestern a bunch this year. And I will continue. Uh, give me Minnesota minus 11. Okay. We got Memphis and Missouri, and this one is in St. Louis at the Dome at America. Yeah. It's a solid one. We're basically dancing on the grave of the St. Louis Rams. I love it. Um, I fucking hate Memphis. I think there was a big mix-up in our show last week when we bet Memphis. Yep. Mizzou is coming off of a glorious 60-plus-yard field goal win to beat Kansas State. I think we have underestimated this Mizzou team. Give me Missouri, minus 6.5. I might even put them in a teaser to make it just an even bet for another team. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Missouri money line play uh, if you're doing some parlays. Um, okay, next up, uh, Texas going on the road up northeast to Baylor. Uh, I would Wait. highly recommend to stay away from this game. Uh, this is the last time we will play Baylor. This is probably the most sold-out Baylor game. I think I think they reported like this is the most tickets that has ever sold for a Baylor game. Um just because their general admission lawn expanded this year, so they do have a lot of people there. This is going to be Baylor's Super Bowl, so weird things have happened in Waco. I don't think Longhorns are going in there ATF style and burning the place down. Um, staying away from the game, hopefully, I would love to see them double up whatever Baylor scores. Really kind of show, show some heart. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, 14 and a half is too much for me to take Texas. Uh, I'm going to skip the Buffalo game here and go right in with the nightcap here. Ohio State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame getting three and a half points at home. I think this is, we're disagreeing on this one. It's going to be my prediction. I... I have a hard time saying this out loud. <laughs> Every time Notre Dame gets this hyped up, they fucking falter. Every fucking time. I was able to get Ohio State last Sunday morning at two and a half. So I have a ticket on Ohio State to win by a field goal. I feel really good about it. Yeah. I've never seen the line. Like Notre Dame is a very public, popular bet this week. And the line has moved with them at plus three and a half. So it's like a weird reverse line movement there. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're anticipating a lot of uh, bets last minute. Maybe sharp money is going to go on Ohio State. I'm going to go with Notre Dame. Um, Notre 
game's been good to me all year. They're at home, and this is their chance to prove that they are back. Um, and I don't believe in this Ohio State team. Well, they look like they started clicking last week. Uh, now, that was against Western Kentucky. Sort of a different situation. They did cover the 30-point spread. They actually hit the over on their own. I think uh, I think this is a really fun game. I'm on Ohio State minus 2.5. That was my early, early pick. I would probably lean Ohio State money line. I think they went outright. I do, in my heart, hope Notre Dame fucking wins. Just for own personal reasons, personal connections to the school there. But yeah. I think analytically, I have to go with Ohio State. Okay. Uh, Iowa, number 24, Iowa at Penn State. Another spicy game here. Penn State, I have them by 14 and a half. I have 14 and a half as well. I will take Penn State, minus 14 and a half. I think I'm also with you on that. I just don't trust Iowa's um, offense. <laughs> Penn State hasn't lost against the spread in 10 straight matchups, so they are 10-0 and against the spread. Uh, I love a coach that knows the spread and goes for it, too. So I have that on my side. I won't bet against Penn State ever again. Franklin knows, Franklin knows the spread. No ifs, ands, or buts <laughs> about that. Uh, nice. I will be... They're going to have a situation where they're, I don't know, they need to score a touchdown to cover that 14 and a half, and they will do it. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, one that's definitely uh, circled on mine, UNC at Pitt. Uh, Pitt, you know, obviously got blown out by West Virginia last week. Now they get the UNC offense. Has it been a super smooth start to the year for North Carolina? Where they really start to click? Uh, no, it's been a very slow start. You're absolutely right. Uh, Pitt hasn't looked great either. This is a kind of like a no, like almost too good to be true for North Carolina. Like North Carolina minus seven is now seven and a half. The movement has happened. Uh, Pitt in this matchup has won six, seven out of three. They've covered six out of the six and four. The over in this seven and three as well. I love Coach Mac Brown. I don't bet against him. Probably staying away here. If anything, I'd take a North Carolina team total over. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's probably what uh, the play might be. Or take, I mean, obviously, maybe UNC down to even six uh, would probably make you feel much better. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's probably the way to go. Um, okay, uh, James Madison. Uh, who they are playing? Screen won't load here. Oh, they're playing Utah State at Utah State. Uh, James Madison obviously has already beat Virginia. Very good. Scared of the four and a half there? I'm not touching this game. Uh, no, I'm not. There's, there's no reason. Okay. I didn't bet on them last week when they were seven-point favorites against Virginia. I'm probably not going to bet on them with four-and-a-half points against Utah State. Probably going to leave that one alone. That one's just, that, James Madison's fucking weird. Yeah. Um, okay. UCF, Golden Knights going into K-State. K 
K-State had an emotional loss uh, there on a 61-yard field goal last week. Uh, UCF undefeated, but not looking quite like the old UCF. Uh, we're in Kansas State, right? We're in the Little Apple. Yep. Yeah, we are at the Little Apple for Kansas State. Uh, this spread opened up Kansas State favored by seven. I'm assuming with the Missouri loss for Kansas State, it did drop. I fucking love Kansas State minus three. This is a good buy low, sell high situation here. I'll buy that half point. That might be my bet of the week. Really? Okay. I'm probably not going to touch this one. This is one I just... I don't know. There's already other, so many other games I like, uh, so this is probably one I will not avoid. Um, I would say maybe a little bit on the over. It's only 52. Um, we'll see. But it should be a fun one, though. Um, I'm going to skip UNLV UTEP. Uh, you got anything for Cal Washington? Uh, Washington minus 20. I'm riding this fucking train out. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that. Um, the rest of the games, uh, nothing too exciting. Kent State, Fresno State, New Mexico State at Hawaii. You got anything for those? Yes, I have the over 57 and a half for the Hawaii-New Mexico State game. Um, oh, both okay. defenses are pretty terrible. Both offenses are pretty fast-paced. I uh, expect to see some fireworks there. Okay. Yeah, I like that play. Um, that is actually on Sunday, weirdly. Or no, that's at midnight. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> gotcha. Um, cool. Okay, anything else you got for college football this weekend? Yeah, I've kind of gone back and forth in my head with this couple matchups here. Uh, back to the Indiana-Akron game. Okay. Um, just looking at the trends here. Both of these offenses don't score a lot in the first half. Just heads up there. It's typically two slow start games. I do like the under first half of 24. Uh, might throw a little half unit to a unit bet there. I'm thinking back on the Texas Tech and West Virginia game. I don't know if I said it earlier, but I like the over 54 there. That feels pretty nice. Uh, in the head-to-head matchups here, it has typically gone under, but I feel like the spread each time. This is actually one of the lower spreads, I think, in this history of this matchup we're looking at 65 last year 65 the year before 58 three years ago and then there was at one point multiple there was a 70s over under spread and 80 over under spread 54 is pretty low total for what this is i do think it could go over that just go back to the good old days cool um all right well that's everything i got for this weekend uh, for college football, we'll be back possibly even tomorrow with our NFL yeah, slate. Yeah, we got to do uh, tomorrow morning NFL. We'll we'll get that uploaded pretty quickly. Making some last minute checks and balances here. Make sure I'm not doing anything stupid. Uh, just for a heads up to the listeners, here are the most popular bets this week. Something to think about as I find it. We have. 84% of the bets on FSU minus 2.5, 76% of the bets on USC minus 34, and 71% of the bets of Utah minus 5.5, Colorado plus 20.5 at 71%, Tennessee minus 21.5 at 71%, 68% is on Rutgers plus 24. I might be switching my pick to Michigan. 
James Harbaugh will probably do probably cover that fucking spread. UAB plus 42, 67% of that. Give me Georgia then at that point. Yeah, I think, you know, I think Harbaugh is one of those coaches that likes to make it all about him. Uh, Oh, yeah. And, you know, this being his first game back, if he was ever going to purposely spread, uh, it probably is this weekend. Yeah, I I like that a lot, and I'm just kind of looking at it now. So if you ever find yourself on one of these sides, kind of double-check and make sure this isn't a fucking trap. That's all I can say. Yep. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Make sure to like, follow us, subscribe. Check us out on Discord, uh, where you get all of our picks uh, on Twitter, or X, as they call it. Uh, And we'll be back here soon with our NFL slate. Thank you, guys. Peace.